one of our deceivers was once held up at gunpoint. You can tell us who you think it is by voting along in the chat. Let's find out who's telling the truth and who is a chump. Welcome, 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 welcome to Chump, everybody. The Rooster Teeth Game Show, all about lying and deception. I'm your host, Jeremy Dooley, and RTTV today is brought to you by Gamers.Vote. You are the youngest and brightest. Be proud and say you participated in democracy. Go to Gamers.Vote to register to vote today. And on today's show, we have a bunch of deceivers lined up, and I'm very excited to introduce. So let's start with deceiver number one, the returning Troy Baker. Hey, Troy. Deceiver number two, Mr. Cole Galleon. Hi. And deceiver number three, Mr. Jacob Fullerton. Oh, Hello. oh there it is. I didn't know if it was going to happen or not. Only two people can suss out whether or not they're lying or telling the truth. The first being today's contestant, Barbara Dunkelman. Yay! Yay! <laughs> it's Barbara. And the other is you, the audience, playing along at home by using hashtags within the chat. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chump. Virtual Chump, I guess we'll call it. Hello. Is that what you would call it? Chump from home? home v Chump? Chump at home sounds know. better. Virtual Chump sounds like... Oh, I don't know. Like a, sounds like something you're doing in the privacy of your it's own bedroom. What were you doing last night? Just chumping at home. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just chumping. You chumping at home tonight? You chumping at home tonight? I'll be He's going to chump at home by himself. You know what I mean? Nothing is going to ever happen on the show today, by the way. It's just going to be off the rails. We're just chumping. It's gonna even like during the conversations beforehand where we're not really setting anything up or whatever, we would like have the conversations and midway through it, Troy would be like, So Jeremy, you got like a show to run here or something? What are you doing? Like listening. Followed immediately by, Hey Jeremy, shut up. Shut up, Jeremy. We're hey, quiet, quiet, you. <laughs> quiet, quiet, quiet. <laughs> um, but we are going to kick off today's show with a brand new game, a game we have never played before, and it is called High School Dilemma. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it's a <laughs> nice power lines there. Uh, so uh, in this game, I'm going to be giving Barbara a superlative that one of our three deceivers actually received in their yearbook. Uh, she's then going to question each person for 60 seconds to try to determine who actually had the superlative, uh, and then she gets to question, you know, why they got it, how it came to be, different things like that. Uh, so the superlative in question is one of our three deceivers was voted most likely to be found in the principal's office. Most likely to be found in the principal's office. Now, audience, you're voting along as well using hashtags in the chat. Hashtag Troy, hashtag Cole, and hashtag Jacob. Cast your vote. Remember, you can change it at any point uh, if you change your mind but spamming the same name isn't going to give you more votes. So you get one vote, but you can change it at any point. Barbara, most likely to be found in the principal's office. Who do you want to question first about this? Oh, man. Uh, let's start with Cole. Let's start with oh. Cole. All right. Cole Galleon. Uh, 60 seconds are on the clock. Um, 60 seconds for questioning. Ready and get set. Go. 
Cole, what did you typically get in trouble for in high school? Oh, it wasn't about getting in trouble. What was it about then? Um, I was uh, very interested in progressing my career as a uh, concert French hornist. And uh, the principal knew like a lot of people at like uh, prestigious schools. And so I would go and like help out and do, uh, do a lot of work there. So like people knew you as the friend of the principal. Yeah, just like that's like, oh, uh, yeah, he's always there. He's always uh, he's always in there um, helping out, <laughs> doing work, writing music, doing stuff. What was your principal's name? Principal Lindsay. He would always say, be on task, on time, and on a mission. Okay. Uh, and did anything come of these meetings with the principal? No, because my senior year, I decided I didn't like practicing, so I quit music. Okay. Why would you be voted most likely to be in the principal's office if it wasn't a bad thing? That's the joke now, isn't it? <laughs> what does that mean? Oh my wow. god. Is, it, is Cole the Riddler? Damn. Oh my what god. A hook at the end. I what answered your hook. question with a question. Yeah, I want to know now. <laughs> yeah. ah, tell me, right, Batman. Well, that's your 60 seconds to Cole. Uh, Barbara, who do you want to go to next? Uh, Troy. Ooh, that was a tough choice. All right, going yeah. to uh, <laughs> Troy Baker next. He was like really deliberating. <laughs> All right. I'm uh, trying to strategize, Jeremy. <laughs> 60 seconds on the clock to question Troy. Ready, get set, go. Troy, what high school did you go to? Naaman Forest. And uh, why were you most likely to be in the principal's office? Because I could typically be found there. There were instances. Let's just, we could say that. We could delve diaper if you, if delve diaper? There may have been a diaper. I don't know. <laughs> maybe there was, the maybe there wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I wore diapers. I didn't wear diapers. Were you a troublemaker? Oof. That specific word. I don't think I was a troublemaker, but I do believe that I was called a troublemaker. Okay. So did you, did you get detention frequently? Yes. Okay, for what? We also call it in-school suspension. There was also that, which is like, you're like going in the clink. It's like prison (laughs) for teenagers besides their bodies. Uh, So you got in trouble frequently and people knew. Frequently. On the daily. What was one example of something you did in high school? I lit my hand on fire with hairspray. That I believe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, wow. That's how painful. That, you wouldn't have I, was, I wasn't sure about the diapers, but that <laughs> hairspray bit sounds right. Yeah, hairspray. Like in Which school, hand? the hairspray. Like middle of history class. Like you're, you're not. This is gonna blow your mind. <laughs> science class. It was science. Left hand. Uh, I don't want to. I want to uh, do anything right. in my right hand for for different reasons. Uh, yeah, that's for when you jump at home. Um, Jacob is the last one remaining. Uh, you got yeah. you ready to question Jacob? <laughs> All right, bring it. Give uh, me uh, Cole's voice number two. Oh, uh, yeah, number two, same, same voice. <laughs> I want to be Cole's voice number one. <laughs> He's Jacob voice A, and I'm Cole's voice one. Uh, Sixty seconds on the clock. Ready, get set, go. All right, uh, Jacob, were you a troublemaker? Okay, so here's the thing. I like to think I was a good boy, but I surrounded myself with troublemakers inadvertently. So why would you be the one most likely found in the principal's office and not your friends? 
See, here's the thing. I would I would make friends with these folks, and I'd hang out with them all the time, and it would be different folks. So one person would do something bad, and I'd always have to accompany them, because I'd be involved. Then another person would do something bad, so I'd also be with them, so I'd be the one there the most frequently, which is the problem. Uh-oh. Hmm, okay. Uh... What's the worst thing you got in trouble for in high school? Okay. Um, there was this time that we were dared to just take some uh, cafeteria-bought pizza and give it a little catapult. And um, it's, it's, it's not much, but I'll, I wear it like a badge of honor. God damn. <laughs> You're giving, you all are giving me nothing. Or maybe I'm just really bad at this game. Who knows? One of the two. As you know, listen, we brought in a lot of good deceivers uh, for this episode, Barbara, because I think it's really the best. I was going to say because you like rocked it last episode, but I don't know if you did. <laughs> I don't just, think I did it either. <laughs> I think I was wow, the chump, Cole. Jeremy. I think I was the chump last time. <laughs> look how cool Cole is. As if he needed to Ooh. look better. God damn. All right, audience, it. it's your last chance to change your votes right now. Barba, um, so you said that they all sounded very believable. Um, is there anyone <laughs> you thought was, like, the least believable there, anyone you're not leaning toward? Well, I mean, uh, Cole, obviously. Why would someone what? vote you as most likely to be in the principal's <laughs> office for being a good kid? <laughs> the joke. The superlatives are a joke. Yeah, that's true. But, like, typically, yeah, it's to very... everybody else. My friend got most likely to be a park ranger because he wore cargo shorts. That I believe. Why was that a superlative? In the I don't know. All right, um, Barbara. Before we get your final answer, audience, you are now locked in. Thank you for voting. Uh, you are done for game number one. All right, Barbara. Let's get the final word. Whose superlative is this? Who does this belong to? This is. This is a, a shot in the dark. It could be any of these three jerks. Uh, Correct. You know, I my first instinct was Troy because he's a troublemaker. Uh, Jacob, I don't know much about, but he was not giving very many details, which makes me think he did do this. You know what? I'm going to give it to Cole. Why not? <laughs> After you just said that you don't think it's Cole, you're now going to go yeah, with because Cole. Because I trusted I my instincts last time and I was wrong. So we're going <laughs> completely in the opposite direction. That's a good point. It's a new instinct. Lock that in. Are we locking in Cole? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm locking in Cole. <laughs> Let's lock in Cole. He is now locked in. And before we reveal, audience, let's see how you voted for this game. Uh, seventy-one percent <laughs> think it was Troy. My God. <laughs> So, yep. And then a very cool voting um, <laughs> between Cole and Jacob there. Uh, so the votes are in, and I can reveal that the person voted most likely to be found in the principal's office was Troy Baker. Yes, <laughs> was, was the one voted that. <laughs> the left hand, left hand always. Uh, I need to stop. Someone pointed this in the chat. I mind fuck myself on a daily basis. You had it. You had it. I know. Fuck it. Go with Cole, your instincts. You I know. I'm yeah, sorry. The glass. I'm sorry I lied. I won't I won't lie anymore, I promise. 
The sunglasses French hornets, dude. Like, I hope I wasn't on camera for that one because that caught me good. I was like, what? <laughs> My first thought was like, that's an actual thing. Like, I've always wondered, it's like, what do you call like? Oh, it's a gaggle of geese. I got that. It's like, what's a bunch of French hornets besides unemployed? <laughs> What is I, I, I escaped that life. I'm good. I think the I thing it to, was so weird that it was believable, and that's what Cole does to me. He he he's tells a weird these guy. Tales. Yeah, and it's like yeah. he pisses me every time. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't really hear uh, anything. Oh, we gotta see the scores. So uh audience, you got one point for getting that correct. Well done. And deceivers, you well got done, a point audience. for fooling Barbara. This episode of Chump is brought to you by Samsung and ATT. Rooster Teeth is joining forces with Samsung and AT&T 5G to kick things off for our upcoming RTX at-home virtual event. We are creating a Ruby outdoor mural that you can add art to from home using the Mark Augmented Reality app. Just download the Mark app and start creating your own Ruby art starting on September 5th through September 7th. Each night, fans' designs will be projected on the mural wall and you can see yours come to life on social. If you're on the AT&T 5G network at home, you can access plus mode through the Mark app. So you'll be able to get the highest res video and crystal clear images to explore on the app. Check out the new Samsung Galaxy Note 20 Ultra 5G powered by AT&T 5G. AT&T 5G requires a compatible plan and coverage is not in all areas. Here are just some of the new features you can try out on this device. There's cloud gaming that will be available with the power of 5G. Try out cloud gaming with high performance experiences brought to you via the newest Samsung devices powered by AT&T 5G. The Galaxy Note 20 Ultra 5G also has a 120 hertz adaptive display that automatically adjusts the refresh rate according to the content that you're viewing, as well as an intelligent battery that optimizes for your gameplay so you don't go you know your phone doesn't go dying in the middle of a game because we all hate that between 5g support wi-fi optimization and the advanced processor you get smooth gaming experiences with virtually no lag check out the s pen and samsung notes to create your own works of art as well on that big giant screen because who doesn't want to do that head on over to att.com slash galaxy note 20 ultra 5g to learn how you can get the Samsung Galaxy Note 25 g for free or the Galaxy Note 25 g Ultra for $299.99 for a limited time. Thank you, Samsung, Samsung, and thank you, AT&T. So uh, Barbara is the current chump, but there is a lot of points mm. up for grabs in the next game, which is called Pushing the Envelope. Whoa. Whoa. I've got a bunch of envelopes with the title of the show, crudely drawn on them. Um, in these are true facts about each of our deceivers. I'm going to shuffle them up and redistribute them. Uh, so they might get their own facts. They might get someone else's. Barbara questions each of them for six seconds about that fact. If it's theirs, they tell the truth. If it's someone else's, they lie and pretend that it's theirs. And at the end of the game, Barbara just needs to tell me if she thinks they were lying or telling the truth. And if she gets two or more right, she gets some points. And if she gets two or more wrong, then the deceivers get some points let's start things off with troy baker's fact the true fact about troy is he participated in his high school's first all-male pageant participated in his high school's first all-male pageant cole the true fact about cole is that cole has been held up at gunpoint 
Cole has been held up at gunpoint. And the true story about Jacob is Jacob was once trapped by 40 goats. Was 40? once trapped wow. by 40 goats. Um, so those are what? your true facts about each person. Terrifying. Audience, you work a bit differently. All tales of tragedy. Um, <laughs> uh, audience, you are voting on one story in particular, which I believe is who was once held up at gunpoint. Uh, so Cole is claiming that this was him. Uh, after you hear his story, you might not believe him. Do you think it was Troy? Do you think it was Cole? Do you think it was Jacob? You get two points if you get it right. Uh, Barbara, who do you want to question first? <sighs> no one. Uh, yep. Jacob. Correct. Let's start with Jacob this time. All right. Start with Jacob, uh, who was once trapped by 40 goats. Uh, you, oh, get 60 seconds to, so you get 60 seconds to question him about this. Ready, get set, go. Jacob, where were you when you were trapped by 40 goats? Uh, there's this goat farm between my hometown and this other city called Camarillo. Called a, it was a Somis dairy farm, I believe it was. It had a little bridge with goats that walked on top of it. You drive by it. So what kind of situation were you in where you were trapped? Where were you physically? Well, we, were th we were there to pick, it was like a pick your own blueberry thing. So we went there for that. Um, and the, the goats were initially unrelated, but we were in a golf cart going back when this big old herd got enclosed in this area with us. We had to wait there for about 15 minutes and there was no escape in sight. How do you know there was 40 goats? I mean, it's it's a ballpark guess. I mean, yeah, you see, you see, you, you see a group of goats. You say like, hey, maybe that's fifteen, maybe that's forty. I that was it looked like forty to me. You, if you saw, you'd understand. Okay, and remind me of the, your hometown name where this happened. Uh, Moore Park was my hometown. And who are you with? Uh, my parents and my brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's ballpark goat numbers right there. Ballpark. Yeah, you know, you know how it is. You got 30 you quite, goats, you got 40. goats. You can never yeah. quite tell. After after two, they all kind of blend in together. Yeah, right. after two, you, you got four. One, one, a gaggle of goats, they're called. Uh, <laughs> no, they're absolutely not. Yeah. A murder of goats. Absolutely not called that. And by the way, I've been looking yeah. at houses in Moore Park, and I've been to Camarillo, and there is a lot of livestock out there. There are. Damn it. Ooh, okay. It. Look at that. I too much time uh, there. <laughs> so, um, Barbara, who would you like to go to next? Give me that Cole boy. Give me that Jacob Cole voice boy. Number two. So, uh, audience, this is the one you're going to really want to pay attention to because uh, Cole <laughs> is claiming to have once been held up at gunpoint, and this is the story you are voting on. Uh, yeah, Barbara, 60 seconds kitties. on the clock for this. <laughs> Ready, right. get set, go. Cole, how old were you when you got held up at gunpoint? It was right after I moved to Austin, so like 21. Where did it happen? Uh, South Austin, at a gas station. What time of day? Uh, I was, I just got off the bus coming back from school in San Marcos, and so it was like um, around evening. Like I had class at five, and, or ended at five. And so I was uh, getting okay. a, a Gatorade. Uh, and, uh, what did the person who held you up want? Uh, they just kind of came to the gas station and, like, had a gun and made money for everyone. Oh, it was inside the gas station? Yeah. Uh, how, what was the outcome of it? Um, I didn't really have any money on me, so they took my card, but then we just canceled it later. 
So, was anyone else in the gas station yeah, affected like by the it? Yeah, like, the attendant, like, the gas station cashier. But, like, I was, like, one of the only people inside the gas station at the moment. Mm -hmm. All right. Gas station robbery from Cole. Uh, so, audience, that's the one you are voting on. If you were swayed by Cole, make sure to do hashtag Cole in the chat or hashtag Troy, hashtag Jacob. Barbara, that just leaves Troy, who uh, participated in his high school's first <laughs> all-male pageant. Uh, are you ready to question Troy about this? I don't know if I'm ever ready to question Troy about this, but that's let's good do point. it. Before you, begin, before you begin, yes. I mm -hmm. want it said, I submit several stories to jeremy Correct. several uh -oh. uh oh and this is the second time this has happened that he's chosen the one that i didn't think he was going to you know what i mean like there's there's like you he's gonna go for this one i'm, re I'm really failing you on that account one. go ahead go ahead it's not it's not the best go ahead <laughs> 60 seconds on the clock ready get set go troy what does an all-male pageant entail uh, something that's incredibly reflective of living in the 90s, because that would not happen now. Oh, that's a good cop-out. Um, four four guys, you... and to be... Go ahead. No, no, go, continue. Four guys, and in all fairness, I was the joke. You ever seen Carrie? So... It's kind of like that. It's just no pig's blood. <laughs> <laughs> I was the joke. Did, did you have to perform? No. What did you have to do then? What did the pageant entail? Not much of anything. This, this is the shittiest one. You should not have chosen this one. There's four <laughs> guys, three super popular dudes that were all super cool, and then everyone thought it'd be funny to have the fourth guy who is not the cool kid, and everyone made fun of, and throw him in there. It's not a good story. But I already know you're the cool kid because you spent all that time in the principal's office. So that I know does you're not cool. Make me the cool kid. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your question. The kid who oh, lit sorry. his hand on fire. <laughs> the guy in the pageant that lit his hand on fire. That was part of the act. Uh, <laughs> part of the act. Did you have to perform? Walking out on the stage. Uh, not a not a good shining moment. Uh, Barbara, there are your stories. Uh, so we will be going down the line one at a time. Uh, and you just need to tell me whether or not you think they're telling the truth or telling a lie. Before we do that, audience, last chance to uh, get your votes in. And Barbara, is there anyone you're completely not believing in when you're leaning toward? What are you thinking going into this? Um, I don't believe Cole. <laughs> what? I told you I would tell the truth from here on out. You've been down this road before. <laughs> this is the problem, Cole. You sound, you sound too honest. Was it the French Hornist? <laughs> yeah, they were, no, no one's going to hold up a French like perfect, Hornist. That's like the perfect mark. You just take that guy. Right. French Hornist. Put the guy on his voice call. That man plays the French Horn. I'm sorry, sorry. I had no idea. You don't know what he's capable of. <laughs> I'll, I'll play this. I swear to God. I will. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I just needed some money. <laughs> Let's calm down. Uh, all right, audience. <laughs> Uh, let's, uh, cut off your votes right there. Thank you very much. Uh, you are now locked in for game two. Barbara, time to go down the line and get your answers for each person. And we're going to start with Troy, uh, participated in his high school's first all-male pageant. Is Troy telling the truth or telling a lie? I think he's lying. Do you want to lock that in? Yes. Let's lock in Troy as a liar. <laughs> Let's move on to 
Cole, who was once held up at gunpoint, do you think Cole is telling the truth or telling a lie? I think he's lying as well. Two liars on the board. Do you want to lock that in? Yep. Locked in. Cole is a liar as well. Then we move Listen on to, this to confidence. Jacob. Yeah, she is very confident going to this. Look, uh, Jacob, in, uh, trapped by 40 goats. Um, do you think Jacob was telling the truth or telling a lie? I think he was lying as well. <gasps> all oh my lying. gosh, a full gravy. Lying. Do you want to lie? I think everyone got someone's different uh, fact. Yeah, I'm going to lock that in as all three being liars. Lock in a liar as well. I do all declare. Right. I do Dude, declare. My gosh, three liars. Um, before we reveal, let's see what the audience thought about who was held up at gunpoint. Jacob. Oh. 65% think Jacob was okay. the one held up at gunpoint. Only 13% went for Cole, so no one believed Cole on that, unfortunately. Uh, I don't have money. They, people know. People know. Not worth it. Not worth it. Let's reveal one at a time, starting with Troy. Uh, participated in his high school's first all-male pageant. You thought he was lying, and I can reveal that Troy was telling a lie you got that correct well done barbara yeah. still don't have any you points bitch. yet if you get this next one correct it means you at least get one point uh moving on to cole says he was held up at gunpoint uh audience you're also hoping for a lie here you thought he was telling a lie i can reveal he was telling a lie you also got yes. that one correct so barbara you got at least one point and it's Yay. down to jacob um Jacob was once trapped by 40 goats. You thought he was telling a lie. You thought they were all telling lies. I can reveal Jacob telling a lie. You are correct. You got two points for that round, Barbara. Yeah. Barbara's hey. being honest boys of us all. So we know that Cole was not the one who was held up at gunpoint. The audience is hoping it is Jacob, and the person held up at gunpoint was Troy Baker. Audience, you did not get that one. Correct. Uh, Troy was held up at gunpoint. Cole was once trapped by 40 goats. And Jacob participated in his high school's first all-male pageant, which means Barbara now takes the lead with two points yeah. over the audience. The Thievers won. Hold on. Two unanswered points. Uh, <laughs> those stories. <laughs> Troy. <sighs> okay, so Troy with that whole time saying this is the worst story you could have picked and stuff like that. Troy is... Legitimately upset I have not picked true story. story of his for a That's true. That's true. He's Every lie has to be one? based in some truth. Yes. Which we is why Cole pulled out Cole pulled up a Gatorade thing. I was like, oh, he's anchoring his shit in some <laughs> truth. Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I actually well, I'll save it for the post show. I'll save it for the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so based we, mine off we of a will true story. Hear, hmm. We will hear all of those uh true stories in our post show chump change for first members to so make sure to check that one out where we hear about all and of those I have my but now it all comes down this episode of trump is brought to you by the rooster teeth store shop an insane amount of exclusive merch from achievement hunter ruby funhouse rooster teeth and more rtx at home presented by at&t is just around the corner it's coming up we're already in september september 15th through the 25th is rtx and we're excited to show off tons of debut merch that will launch during the event Join us on first night on September 15th when we kick off all the big reveals. Then enjoy panels throughout RTX. Like Trump. Trump has a panel. We'll be doing a live Trump to get a first look at nearly 100 new products launching over the two-week event. 
Uh, here's a sampling of what to expect. There's new fall collections. There's cosplay items. There's exclusive tees from your favorite new shows like Recorded by Arizal and RVB Zero. First member discounts and special sales all throughout the event. There's a ton of crap to get. Plus, the coop is back this year. Everyone knows the coop. You remember the coop from RTX? It's always around, and it's back this year with all new capsule collections as Coop Comics. The Rooster Teeth store collaborated with hugely popular artists from skate, music, and pop culture to curate exclusive limited edition designs available on our new Coop website. And all purchases from the Coop come in commemorative comic book shop packaging. Ooh, it's fun. It's like comic books. Follow the Rooster Teeth store on Instagram and Twitter for more, including Coop Comics artist collaboration announcements. You can find out who we're working with. And shop RTX at home exclusively at the Rooster Teeth store September 15th through the 25th. We'll see you then. It all comes down to our final game right here. It's still a very, very close game uh, as we move on to a classic, which is called Just the Facts. In this game, we have one true story about one of our deceivers, but they're all going to pretend like this story is about them. Um, one of them will be telling the truth, answering Barbara's questions. The other two will be lying to answer her questions. And Barbara has to move on whenever I tell her, all right, you've had enough, move on to the next person. Uh, and you guys are voting along as well. Hashtag Troy, hashtag Cole, hashtag Jacob. The story in question is one of our three deceivers once destroyed their best friend's mailbox. So one of our three deceivers once destroyed <laughs> their best friend's mailbox. Uh, Hashtag Troy, hashtag, Cole, hashtag Jacob. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it could be all of them. Just like, just like the first game, they're all troublemakers, as it appears. Um, yeah. Barbara, who do you want to start with on this? Let's start with Troy this time. Let's start with Troy this time. Now, there's, uh, there's no timer here, so whenever you're ready to begin your questioning, go for it. Bring it. Mr. Baker. Yes. Uh, where did this happen? Uh, my best friend's house what city oh garland texas sorry <laughs> you want his address too <laughs> he lived on limited God, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, who were you with when you broke the mailbox my best friend was it he helped you break his own mailbox oh no 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 steven kirkenbauer i've talked a lot about this guy had a 1986 black celica gt he never would he drove everywhere because i didn't have my license I wanted to drive his car. I did not know how to drive a standard. Uh, so I was learning how to drive a standard and had it in reverse because that's where you park the car in reverse. Had it in reverse, let off the clutch, slammed down on the gas, went backwards and destroyed his his rear bumper and his brick mailbox. How old to, you? to this day, his parents do not talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> how old were you when this happened? 17. See. Oh, 17 learning, yeah because we were not we were still in high school okay. no, no 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 learning how to drive a standard i knew how to drive i just didn't know how to drive a standard my mistake all right i think i think that's good on <laughs> troy let me move on to Cole. all right well look at that she's she's itching to get to coal this get is out the of guy. my way baker <laughs> give me coal this is the guy i need to all find right. the line. i had enough of you <laughs> <laughs> i have a little right, time uh, don't i well, yeah, until I tell you to move on. Um, oh. So well, let's not say back. unlimited. I wow, am your limit. Yeah. The Patriot. Uh, <laughs> bring him back. Whenever you're ready, begin your questioning on Cole. 
All right, Cole. Um, how old were you when you broke your friend's mailbox? 17 as well. What did you break it with? Uh, my car. Actually, my brother's car. My brother's car. Sorry. Ooh. How? What was the situation? Was it similar to Troy's where you were backing up? Uh, pretty similar. Uh, I drive a stick shift, and I was not used to his being automatic. So when I went to go press the clutch, I accidentally pressed the gas and lunged forward. That does sound like something you would do. Uh, yeah. What happened afterwards? Uh, we let his parents know. <laughs> did you have to pay for it? My mom did. I didn't have any money. <laughs> oh, <laughs> then the no. robber would have taken the money from yeah. <laughs> oh, bro, He was bro. just never... <laughs> I was a, a French artist. I don't have any money. <laughs> yeah. I'm a guy who gets I'm a starving young. artist. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ma. I got to spend all my money on the French horn. You want me to make it to Carnegie, don't you? Come on, Ma. Oh, God. You're destroying mailboxes. I'm going what to Juilliard, Ma. Juilliard. You know what? That's all you get for Cole. <laughs> I'm going to make thought, you move on. Oh, my God. Sufficient information. Um, my God! Uh, all right, so, Jacob. Jacob destroyed his best friend's mailbox. Barbara, go for it. Jacob, what yes, did you Barbara. break the mailbox with? And it can't be a car. Okay. It wasn't a car, but we were pretending we were in a car because it was me and my best friend Kevin. We were really young, like six or seven. And the best way for us to simulate being in a car together without a car was to bungee cord ourselves together. So we just run down the sidewalk and we got tangled up in the, it was, it was a shoddy mailbox. They were pretty poorly stuck into the lawn. So our little bodies were able to knock it down. You knocked it down with your body? Pulled well, the bungee cord with, between our bodies as we were trying to sprint down the sidewalk. How did, did you get injured? I mean, some scrapes um, for both of us, but it wasn't anything terrible. This is like a, not a, big mailbox it's just like a little box on a piece of wood in the lawn did you get in trouble Some mailboxes <laughs> not that much trouble because we were pretty young <laughs> he has a mailbox. <laughs> it wasn't that much trouble it was a it was a okay, yeah, it's mailbox whatever <laughs> we, we broke barbara just describe the mailbox. Oh, Barbara.exe has stopped responding. <laughs> Every other mailbox that's been around has been like a big unit. You know, it uh, wasn't like a mailbox. It was just like a box on a stick in the grass. You like a mail, mail, you know? <laughs> Fucking Christ, that killed me. Oh. Um, okay. I, you know, that's plausible, you know I guess. <laughs> I would like to ask, Jacob. Yeah. Why is tying yourself to your friend with a bungee cord sim like simulating a car okay because we were trying to be herbie the love bug uh and because we'd be running back and forth but when somebody's in the passenger seat they don't go a different direction than the person in the driver's seat so we always wanted to be next to each other we did the same thing when we were flying the millennium falcon what do you All use right, for the Barbara's questioning is done. Nothing. Her imagination. <laughs> great, great. Oh. Oh, so much clarity. Dumb question. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Barbara, you have to decide who actually destroyed this mailbox. Was it, you know, Troy in his car, Cole and his? Oh well, they were both their friend's car, correct? No, friend's car, friend's brother's car, car. brother, brother's car, brother's car, and Herbie the love bug, and bungee car. <laughs> Uh, it was Herbie. Oh, Herbie! One of these but is not, true. Not uh, Lindsay Lohan, Herbie. 
it's enough out of you. Is Barbara, is there someone you're not believing at all in this? You know, when I first heard it, Jacob's story sounded ridiculous, but it's so ridiculous that I don't think someone could just make that up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I've never heard of kids bungee cording themselves together to recreate a car <laughs> and running down the street. <laughs> Yeah, I want to talk but to I your also parents. Don't, like a mailbox yeah, get yeah. taken down that kid. way by two six-year-olds. <laughs> oh God! <sighs> Damn. Well, uh, audience, we are locking you guys in. You are done for the show. Thank you very much for voting, uh, Barbara. It is now your turn to pick uh, who wants destroyed their best friend's mailbox. Who do you think did it? I'm gonna go with Jacob. You're gonna go. Keep in mind, if if this is a lie, this looks terrible on you. <laughs> on me? Absolutely terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he gets away. This, go, this is going on your record. Oh. Your permanent Barbara, do you want to lock in Jacob? Blackie. <laughs> yeah, I'll lock in Jacob. Let's lock in Jacob. Destroy yeah, if you get this right, mailbox. All of the glory. All of the all glory. Of uh, before we reveal, oh audience, who did you think destroyed their best friend's mailbox? They also Ooh. think Jacob. No they one ever believes well. me. No wow. one believes me. a pretty consistent I number just... across our audience, by the way. <laughs> I, have, I haven't got above a, 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 50, a 17 in this game ever. I haven't got above a 17. <laughs> Things are an honest boy, Cole. You're an uh. honest Cole. Um, well... So our votes are in, and I can reveal that the person who once destroyed their best friend's mailbox was Cole Galleon. Cole was telling the truth, missed the clutch pedal, ran over the mailbox, um, which means that Barbara and the audience both went for Jacob on that one with the bungee cord. Uh, Boy, I did too. Did you actually <laughs> do that? Okay. The lie is that, done that for real. There, there's there's truth seated in that lie. Yes. I'll talk about it more <laughs> later. But... Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that during Chump Change. I know what a mailbox get... is, just so everybody knows. <laughs> the receivers get two points for that round for fooling both the audience and the contestant, uh, which means the deceivers are ending the game with three points barbara uh because of her masterful pushing the envelope around is ending the game with two points and that means with only oh, no. one point audience. the audience <gasps> is going to be tonight's no look at all you chumps yeah they were chumps oh. they were chumps. there's normally a sound like that goes percent pretend it was there um so yeah audience you did not make it out of that one barbara well done Rigged. you redeemed yourself Thank you. I, I should have trusted Cole for the last one. Well, I like how Troy had do. the same story, but just... I felt, <laughs> I felt that was pretty damn convincing. That was. I'm, I'm oh, a that little miffed. Yeah, when, you told, when you told your story, now. I was like, oh, that's pretty much my story, but... <laughs> Cole's like, yeah, <laughs> what he said. <laughs> well, guys, thank you again. Cole is horrible at telling stories. This is just his delivery was great. Next level. So I think to you're great at telling stories. Thank oh, you. Oh, man. Audience, you get 17%. Oh. Damn. Look at that. A generous call. Well, uh, thank you once again to Barbara and all of our deceivers for tuning in for this, the sixth episode of season three. So we've got two more before we take our season break. 
Uh, been a good one. Make sure to tune in at 5 p.m. Central Time next week on RTTV to watch another episode live and vote along in the chat again. And remember, become a first member so you can watch Chump Change. And we're going to hear some of these stories with the 40 goats and the gunpoint and the pageant and all that stuff. It's uh, going to be going to be an interesting one. Uh, thanks again, and we will see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. I'm waving my Bye, hand chumps. at you. Bye. Thank you.